0: Hello and welcome to the first podcast episode since Quinn and I relocated to North Carolina from New York City. Today is actually going to be a solo episode just with me, yours truly, Heather. Um, I feel like I've just been going through so much with this transition and Quinn is at work uh, today he started residency orientation about a week ago and he is on a neurology service right now from seven to seven so he is gone and I've really just been struggling and I was like I think I just need to kind of come on the podcast and share what I've been going through so that it just hopefully helps other people if they're going through the same thing um I really have been going through it with this transition um, and it's so complicated because things are really great and I couldn't be more grateful for this. For those of you that don't know or if you're new listening to this for the first time, we were... Uh, my husband, Quinn, and I are originally from South Florida. We went to college together. We actually met in high school. We moved to New York City from Florida for him to go to medical school at NYU. We were there for four years. We really did not like our time in New York City. We really struggled in a lot of different ways. Um, We were there throughout the entire pandemic, Um, kind of start to finish, even though, you know, pandemic is not I mean, the CDC declared it over, but I know that you know people are still contracting COVID, so it's not over, over, but it's not an emergency anymore at this time in June of 2023. So, anyways, we've both felt such a calling in our on our hearts to this program at in North Carolina. Quinn is at Duke University. And in weird ways, we have both have been connected to this school. Um, we both have really wanted to be a part of this school for a long time. Um, when I was in nursing school, I actually applied to NP school and I got in um, to Duke's NP program and I was very excited about it. And then I decided not to matriculate Which, you know, because I wanted to go the MD route and then that didn't work out. And so needless to say, I was I was very excited about the Duke program, even though I didn't matriculate. Um, When I go to NP school, that would be, you know, the program that I would be so blessed to go to and do. Uh, So anyways, and it's closer to our family in South Florida. And if you want more information about our decision process with Quinn's residency, you can look back at the previous episodes because I believe we talked about it throughout the previous episodes. Anyways, we moved June 1st. Today is June 28th. So we've been here for almost a month and we have not gotten on the podcast. You know, when you move somewhere and it's just so crazy because you're just going a million miles an hour trying to get everything set up and build furniture and buy furniture and organize things. Um, And then I started a job about two weeks ago. I'm really excited about uh, it's an integrative medicine job. I do IV infusion for an integrative medicine practice doctor's office here in North Carolina um, in the Chapel Hill area. And um, yeah, that is so phenomenal and so great. And I'm actually working part time. I'm working three days a week. 8 to 5, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it's just been so good. Uh, And that gives me two days off during the week to do content creation. Because when we lived in New York, I was working five days a week as an integrative medicine IV infusion nurse. And if you have questions about how I got into this field, go back. I think we talked about my career journey in like the first few episodes so make sure to listen to that one if you have questions that is my most highly asked question is how did i get into integrative medicine as a nurse worked when we lived in new york i was working five days a week and doing content creation on the side and just really struggling to keep up with everything and just feeling so burnt out creatively burnt out because i just had no time like it was so hard And I feel like, you know, struggling as a content creator with the idea of perfection and not feeling good enough to be on the platform or good enough to put out content, that was such a battle for me. And that's why on Instagram, you'll honestly see not that many posts um, and not that frequently because I struggle with that a lot on that platform because there's so much editing and there's so much... so many perfect looking people on that app and i just really struggle to to feel like i am worthy to show up and i know and we'll talk about that the origin of those feelings later on in this episode um and tiktok i've really been enjoying tiktok right now i've just been Kind of pouring my energy into my IV skills, um, little TikToks to help people with IV skills, because that is a niche and a skill that I've grown over the f- past few years. And I was like, you know what? Like, God was like, Heather, like, I know that you really are passionate about women's health and hormones and functional medicine, but you're an expert at this right now. And you need to use what's in your hand right now. To share and help other people. And down the line, when you get your education and you get your training in functional medicine, women's health, hormones, all that stuff, you can transition into that. But God just put on my heart to... You know, share my IV skills, and he gave me the creative wisdom to make an IV guide. So that's available if you want to. You know, get really good at IV skills. I made an IV guide. It's in the link in my Instagram bio, which is naturally underscore Heather is my Instagram. So you can find it that way, or you can find it on Etsy. Um, if you look up IV guide, it should come up on Etsy. Um, so I've been pouring my energy into that on TikTok and trying to focus on the things that I feel like are in my zone of excellence. I read this book, it's by a thought leader in, you know, the um, kind of abundance mindset world, I will say. So the book talks about how you spend your time and spending your time in your zone of incompetence, competence, excellence, and genius. And for an example, he uses like, um, I think I talked about this in a previous episode, so just skip forward if you've already heard me talk about this before, but it's essentially like if your printer breaks down and you spend all day trying to fix your printer instead of outsourcing to someone else who's trained to print, to fix printers and say you're an attorney and your hourly service fee is $300 an hour or whatever they pay you. And, um, you just spent all that time fixing that printer that was not in, in your, what's called the zo- your zone of incompetence instead of just hiring someone else. And it cost you a lot because you spent your time, which is worth $300 an hour to someone else for your sp- specific zone of genius skill set um, on fixing a stupid printer. So in essence, I'm trying to find the same thing where, you know, I'm just not creating content that every other content creator is good as r- really good at like organization And makeup videos, like, I've just realized over time, like, that is not my skill set. Like, that is not my zone of genius. That may be my zone of competence and my zone of excellence, and it might still generate some views sometimes, but I know that when I'm in my zone of genius and I'm really flowing with God's unique gift that he put inside me, um, like, sharing this episode right now and being vulnerable about how I'm struggling... Um, I know that God blesses that and that really good things come from that versus just, you know, doing what I bought at Target or Sephora haul videos where it's like, yeah, those are good things to create, but they don't nourish and feed my soul. And um, at the end of the day, I'm at a shift in my life where I only want to do things that are in my zone of genius that I feel align with me spiritually, emotionally, physically. Um, and that nourish and feed my soul as well as nourish and feed other people's soul and their spirit. So that is the this, this rhythm of life that I'm in right now. And I think that all of this is awakening in me, um, stepping away from New York City and the craziness where you're constantly distracted by hustle culture and capitalism and I mean I'm not like an anti-capitalist by the way I just want to say that but like I really feel like the hyper consumerism of New York City really got to me insidiously like over time and stepping away from that like I didn't realize while I was in it how much it was affecting my mental health Um, and putting me in such a hyper productivity mode all the time was so exhausting to me and my nervous system and um anyways now stepping coming into North Carolina where we have a backyard with massive trees and a beautiful quiet house in a quiet quiet neighborhood I it's like when you're going through something traumatic and you don't realize the weight of that until you step away from it um and then it like it the silence it really hits you. And you're like, wow, I was carrying so much. The past four years were so difficult emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. And I'm just realizing how tired I am from carrying so many burdens. And I really struggle with getting quiet when I'm struggling. And not reaching out to people because growing up in my family structure, I was the person in the family dynamic that took everyone else's burdens and emotional energy. And I wasn't really allowed a space to share my emotional struggles with someone because I was the strong one, the stable one, the competent one, the emotionally mature one. So my feelings really got put on the back burner through my childhood, and it just continues now as an adult. And I I don't want to use this as a therapy session. Like, I really hope that me being vulnerable and sharing these struggles, like, connects with someone and will encourage you, if you're hearing this and this resonates with you, to get help on your own and start to think about how your childhood has affected your adult life and your relationships and your patterns and your habits, uh, because it's so interconnected. And, um, right now I'm just at a place where I can't function the same way as I used to and a go, go, go mentality and a rushed mentality. I just, and Quinn is now working, you know, in his residency and starting to make money and, this time that I have, I'm really going through some deep, deep struggling and healing. Um, as I take it back from my hyper-productivity, I, the things that come up when I think about all of this is like my worthiness and my enoughness. Um, for me in particular, worthiness was always associated with doing And producing and achieving growing up. And um, I felt like I had to perform to be worthy of love, validation, financial provision. That's a big one for me. Um, And that I had to work to rest instead of work from rest. And now as an adult who is taking a step back from working full time and who is not enrolled in school, as a, you know, 25-year-old who's, you know, been in school my whole life and then working full-time my whole life and been burnt out first I mean, at least eight years of just go, go, go all the time. And then the past four years of chronic fight or flight, fight or flight, it's just hitting me that I don't know how to rest i don't know how to be in a leisure state of mind it doesn't exist within my consciousness i feel guilty for sitting down and watching tv i sit i feel guilty for doing anything that's not attached to monetary gain or monetary benefit um i have no hobbies that are just for fun and that's really challenging i mean i work out i go to the gym and lift weights but that's to see my body to keep my body healthy and and to you know i even have a jaded perception with that too because that's like, oh, work out and look a certain way so other people will be impressed by you or perceive you a certain way. So it's not even like from a pure place that I go to the gym and lift weights all the time. I promise you it's not. Um, that's even outward focused of like, if I do this and I look this way, then other people will be impressed by me or perceive me well or perceive me as beautiful or attractive. A lot of the times it comes from that. So it's like I'm, I'm talking about hobbies that you do literally just for fun and no other reason. I don't have any of those, and I just in New York was so focused on providing for Quinn and I um, as like the primary kind of earner, I guess. In um, New York City is a very, very expensive place, and I was dealing with a lot of you know financial stuff myself in terms of spending money and overspending and credit card debt. So there were and psychological stuff with money. So there's just been a lot of stuff with money in my life, and now where we're shifting a little bit and Quinn's going to be, you know, making more than me, me working part-time, uh, even though he's in residency and, you know, it's not like a crazy amount of money, but at least it's it's enough for us. Um, it's just in a weird place where I'm like, what do I actually want to do with my time? Like what I wrote down in my journal this morning, let me find it, to discover who God has created me to be. As I grow past my childhood wounds like that's my focus for this season from a book I was reading this morning I need to rediscover who God created me to be and not who someone else's issues demanded I be and a lot of the times when we grow up in broken households most of us everyone has Comes from a family with a background and with a situation and a context and we're all broken people And that's not to say that parents aren't doing their best and I don't hold anything against my parents um for what we for how they raised me they were doing their best with the trauma that they were trying to cope with from their childhood we all grow up in a way to cope and survive and we learn coping mechanisms that aren't necessarily tied to us or not necessarily equal to us thriving in adulthood and right now I'm in a season where I'm shedding those layers and I'm having, you know, rising from the ashes type of thing of like, who am I? How do I want to spend my time that is coming from an aligned, healed place of who God has created me to be? and not from a brokenness and not from my childhood wounds of seeking external validation and, you know, doubting my worthiness and doing things to feel worthy and doing things to feel like I'm enough. What does that look like for me? And so it's just... It's a lot. Yeah, I just, I don't, I feel like a lot of the ways that I've used social media in the past just don't, do not align with me now, which is scary because, you know, I am working part-time so that I can do social media part-time so that I can make supplemental income, but now if those things aren't feeling in alignment with me, well, what does that mean for our, you know, financial picture, and um, I'm just surrendering, and I'm surrendering to the fact that there is always more abundance, that Quinn and I are always going to be financially taken care of, that God has never let us down, that He's never left us, that His plan is always f- faithful and good for us. And I just, I can't see the other side of these feelings right now, but I know that it's gonna be so much good and um and i think a lot of this is uh, so emotional for me right now cuz i'm in my late luteal phase um not to get like too personal but that's like your the week before your your menstrual cycle before your menstrual period and a lot of women agree that because of hormonal shifts this is a time where going inward is really important and Kind of taking stock of your life and the things that are going on in your life is really important. Um, to it's, it's a good time to be introspective and reflective and you feel things a lot more intensely now to help decide, to help yourself decide, okay, what do I want to move forward with and what do I want to step away from and what's no longer in alignment with me. This is the type of, you know, season. This is like the fall, so to speak of your menstrual cycle or the autumn right you're preparing for winter which is the menstrual period and then the spring is the follicular phase and then summer is going to be your ovulation time or ovulation period so i'm in that autumn right now where the leaves are falling and it's getting colder and you're bundling up and you're starting to do you know just like more reflective and quiet things and prepare for the winter and like that's you know if you look at the 30 days in the month that's how women's bodies function and um, that's kind of where I'm in and I feel like all this is coming up right now and it's just so intense which is crazy to me that like in 10 days from now I could be like a completely different person (laughs) and I can be bubbly and outgoing and have energy and do all the things and tackle all the things on my to-do list and right now I literally don't want to do anything I'm literally like, you cannot tell me to do anything. And it's just the craziest thing that our bodies go through that. So if you struggle with PMS and it affects your mental health, like anxiety, PMDD, depression, um, kind of what I'm going through right now, you can look into some supplements. Um, I'm not going to like recommend any of them, but do your own research because I take, personally, I take 5-HTP in the morning. I take lithium orotate, which is not like lithium-like, the psych drug it's like a natural mood stabilizer um it's called lithium orotate i take that at night before bed and i also take inositol and those things help me kind of manage my mood i haven't been very consistent with them this past month um and i feel like that's why this luteal phase for me has been so intense and then i also take vitex or chase tree berry you know And also, I'm under the care of a practitioner. So please see a functional medicine or integrated practitioner if you're interested in healing your hormones or taking, you know, nutraceutical supplements to help heal your body. I promise it's so worth it versus just trying to do this on your own and just buy random supplements. Like, you really need someone who's going to be testing your labs and assessing you as, it, as a patient, and also seeing if any of these supplements have any interactions with any drugs or medications you're taking. So that's just a disclaimer. Please see a practitioner. You can find a practitioner on ifm.com, I think. Find a practitioner. Institute of Functional Medicine. I'll link it in the notes below. Anyways, I take Vitex to help support progesterone levels, and then a product called Dim Detox by Pure Encapsulations to help keep my estrogen levels, um, you know, keep my liver processing estrogens. I wanna say, as a content creator, I am sorry for being so inconsistent. And I know that I really shouldn't even be saying sorry. But that just goes back to that worthiness wound and enoughness wound of, like, needing your validation and your approval, you know, to not post and, like, be absent for a while. And um, I've made so many promises, too, that I don't live up to. Like, I'm gonna post this, I'm gonna post that. And I promise you, like, I'm not trying to be flighty or flaky. I'm just like dealing with so much internal turmoil. And I'm so feelings oriented that, like, I know when something is aligned with me and I know when it's not. And as a content creator, I'm trying to get to a place of inspired action instead of forced action. And inspired action is like, wow. Like, I'll be doing something and I get like an idea, or like, I'm in the shower and I get an idea for a content post, or you know, to share something, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I get like really happy about it, and then I just go and do it, right? That's inspired action. Forced action is being like, oh, I feel obligated to post this because I haven't posted in a while. Or I feel obligated to post this because I know it'll make me more money. I just, I can't operate like that anymore. I need to operate from inspired action. Like this podcast I'm recording right now is completely inspired action. I didn't know that I was going to do this today. I didn't, I didn't know yesterday that I was going to record a podcast. I just, this morning I felt in my heart like a need to just just like share everything that I've been going through because I have been absent from Instagram. And I wanted to just give you guys an update of like, hey, like I'm a real person. I'm struggling. And um, I've like debated like posting real pics of myself lately, but then I know everyone's like oh, I could never post a picture of me crying or being sad and like I think about those things and I'm like I'm not trying to do this to get attention I'm just trying to share that I am a real person and not everything is shiny and beautiful and rainbows like this is a beautiful transition for us moving to North Carolina but it's always it's also been hard and it's also been freaking uncomfortable and I'm also really used to a certain type of environment and now that completely switched and even things like how I dress like I feel like those are just the cultural norms here are very different from south florida and new york city if you know what i'm saying it's a little bit more conservative here and i'm like oh can i wear this top like can i wear these shorts like i like i'm almost like wait i don't know like what's okay it's just and that just goes back into that worthiness thing and it's like other people needing i needing other people's approval to be who i am and it's like what like you know it's just like everything has felt like an emotional battle lately like everything is like heather like what's the root cause of this so when you're doing heavy work like heavy emotional work like that it's hard to show up on social media um as a content creator because you just don't want to like you're trying to figure it out yourself like, I I have some reservations some days. And so I'm just saying all this to prepare you guys for my inconsistency. Um, and on this podcast, as we learn Quinn's schedule and try to make time for ourselves during his residency to just please, like, give us grace. So that's pretty much everything. I mean, I really love... Durham and North Carolina but it is so different and it's not the beach of South Florida (laughs) so it's just a different experience and like I learned to love Gainesville where we went to undergrad, which has a very similar vibe. I know that I will come to really love it here. It's already, the transition has been a thousand times better than New York City, so it's not that. I just have a very strong mix of emotions and just a different aesthetic. Like it's, I'm a, I'm an aesthetic person, so it's, it's just a different vibe and I'm just having to have it grow on me. But um, we joined... Elevation here in person, which is the church that we were watching online for the past four years in New York. It's been so phenomenal. We've been doing small groups and just getting connected with community and friends, which is more than we had in New York City. Um, So I'm just, that's been making everything so much easier. You know, in New York, like working multiple jobs at one time, like I just to reiterate had this go 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 productivity mentality like if I wasn't producing I wasn't worthy um I wasn't worthy of love I wasn't worthy of financial gain I wasn't worthy of rest and moving here is flipping all of that on its head and I'm just leaning into it because I don't want to operate this way anymore I don't want to feel burnt out anymore I don't want to feel obligated to post something on social media just for x y and z reason anymore. I want to just live from my heart and and do what feels right to me and and just per, like create from that healed self, the healed self, not the broken self seeking validation, seeking questioning my worthiness, all of those things. Um so thank you for your patience on this journey uh if this is something that you're going through i highly recommend something called tapping um it's a a tool that i use uh to help rewire these thoughts and beliefs in my mind and let my body feel all the feelings that I feel. (laughs) So it's called tapping. You can use an app called the Tapping Solution. This is not an ad. I love the app. If you're a nurse or you're working a stressful job, it's really great. They have like mini sessions where you you basically tap on acupressure points and you say phrases that help reprogram your conscious mind and your subconscious mind about trauma you faced and feelings that you have and and everything it's been studied like clinically for vets um for veterans and in ptsd and i think it's just such a great tool to use in in your mental health and self-growth journey so the tapping solution app and then also brad yates on youtube does has so many great videos his video on worthiness just t- like type in tapping on worthiness brad yates y-a-t-e-s and i promise like if you have any sort of wound around worthiness that will make you cry (laughs) like that video going through that will be so healing for you um i would love to see people use that video and really you know keep using it to help heal their wounds um thank you all for listening I really appreciate it. I pray that whatever you're walking through or whatever you're carrying, I hope that you can find time today to just put it down for a few minutes and take a few deep breaths and drink some water and get outside into nature and just take time to, to love yourself and to know that you are worthy. You are here on purpose and that God has a plan for you. Thank you, and I'll see you next time. Bye.